promises to be a wonderful evening. Um, it has already been. Let me, let me read from God's Word to us. Actually, this evening is part of our ongoing series in the evening service in Ephesians, and so um, it fits seamlessly. Our passage fits seamlessly with what we are going to be exploring uh, this evening and what we've been doing in our series. So, I'm reading from Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 18 through to verse 20. Do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Won't you bow in a word of prayer with me? Heavenly Father, the very heavens declare your glory. They sing your praise. We are reminded of our Lord Jesus, who said, if, if you still the people, these stones will praise me. Uh, Father, all of creation sings your glory. And uh, we, we have the privilege of adding our voices this evening. Because of all that you've done for us in our Lord Jesus Christ and in the power of your spirit. What a wonderful, mysterious gift that you've given us in music and song. We praise you and we thank you. And we pray that we would sing out of an overflow of the joy in our hearts. Joy, wonder, and adoration for our King. And so please will you be with us now as we explore these themes from your word. And please will you bless us with your presence as we go on into the night singing your praises. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Of course, we are here to sing, and that's a good thing. Uh, not only because we enjoy it so much, but, but because God calls us to sing. In fact, in our passage, you have it on your service sheet. In our passage, he gives us the who, the how, and the why of singing. We're going to come to that in a moment, but first, before we do, I just want to share with you a little bit. In my subculture, which admittedly is very narrow, but in my little subculture, it's not all that natural to sing in public. The only time we sing is if you are a professional musician or you are drunk. Those are the alternatives. <laughs> if you want to celebrate and sing in my subculture and you're not a pro, you get drunk. I remember actually living like that at university. Uh, we would stumble out of a bar or a nightclub and we would sing our way home. It was such a blessing to all the houses that we passed through. <laughs> sometimes I wouldn't go straight home. Sometimes I would go to my girlfriend's flat, stand under her second-story window, and serenade her <laughs> with a song that swept her off her feet. That classic romantic ballad, I'm sure you've heard of it, I Wish I Was a Fish. <laughs> Lucky girl. This was our path to happiness. We would drink and laugh and sing. But I have to tell you, and please do hear this, the laughter was hollow. The singing was hopeless. Not in the sense of just being bad. It was devoid of any hope. And the happiness lasted until the hangover. I, for one, was desperately sad during the season. The laughter and the drunken celebrations were merely a distraction, a mask for a deep underlying sadness. I was miserable 
Because somehow I knew, as you always know, these relationships were fake and I did not truly belong. And I also know that I'm not the only one who has experienced that sort of thing. I know my experience at the time is the experience of so many people. In fact, I can hear them most nights of the week. The loud music coming from coffee and Perrier, nightclubs which are very close to my house. The songs with lyrics about sex and money, lyrics about nothing really. The empty, drunken laughter at 2.30 a.m. on a Monday morning. People desperately looking for a real reason to sing. Looking for a place to belong. They are singing, but they are utterly hopeless. They are desperate. Thanks be to God, there is another way to be. There is a real reason to sing. If you have been sealed by the Spirit of God, you belong in the only way that truly satisfies the desire of your soul for belonging. You belong to God. By the grace of the Father, by the blood of the Son, by the sealing of the Spirit, you belong. And as a beloved child, you can sing. You can sing a very different song in a very different way. So let's, uh, let's take a moment to look at that before we actually get back to doing it. The who, the how, and the why of singing, straight from our passage. Firstly, who do we sing? Who do we sing to? Ephesians 5 verse 18. Do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, Singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. When we sing, we sing for each other. And we make melody to the Lord. We do both at once. Again, thanks be to God that when we sing, we do it together. <laughs> this isn't an audition booth at Midrand's Got Talent. If it was, we'd have to change the name of the show. Thankfully, because we've, we're not in the car, we're not in the shower, your singing can actually be a blessing to someone else. You can actually do something of eternal value for someone else here this evening just by singing, just by joining in. How? Well, because you are singing the gospel to them. That's what you're singing. It's like me serenading my girlfriend. We are also singing a love song. But it's God's love song. We sing for each other. We sing to remind each other of his love. But we do even more than that when we sing. If it were possible. We do even more than that. We sing about his love for us. But we also sing our love to him in response. He has loved us with an unspeakable love. Words literally fail us in expressing what God's love means to us. Ordinary spoken word fails us when we want to respond fully to his love. And so what do we do? The only thing we can, we sing. We sing. We sing for each other and we sing to the Lord. 
That's who. How do we sing? Short answer. Look at verse 19 and verse 20 there on your sheet. Short answer is this. How do we sing? From the heart, with thanksgiving, always, and for everything. We sing from the heart. Those are our deepest affections. That's why our singing can never be a show for others. Of course it can be, but it should never be. It should never ever be. And when it is led by the Spirit, it won't be. Because it's from the heart. When the Spirit is leading you, you would turn up to sing even if you were the only one here this evening. Because you love God. And the spoken words just fail you. In Jewish idiom, the heart is more than just our affections. The heart is the whole person. When you sing, you praise God with your whole person. Alcohol is a depressant. It, uh, it numbs the highest centers of the brain, the parts of the brain that give us discernment, sound judgment, self-control, what we were speaking about last week, wisdom. All of that is numbed by alcohol. In other words, it numbs those parts of the brain that make us human. That's why when we are drunk, we so often behave like animals. It's no surprise. Alcohol is a depressant. But the Spirit of God is a stimulant. When He guides us and leads us in song, He doesn't shut off our hearts. He doesn't shut off our minds. He doesn't close down our bodies. He raises them to new heights of perception and sensitivity. He leads us to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. He leads us into a sincere love for our neighbor. We don't lose ourselves. When we are singing, we don't lose ourselves in a kind of drunken stupor. No, we become more fully, more, more truly ourselves in a passion of love for God and love for one another. That's what's happening when we sing, when the Spirit leads us in song. We sing from the heart. And the posture of singing, the lifeblood, the beating heart, the burning center of what we sing is a spirit of thanksgiving. Let me ask us, when we come to God, what do we come with? Nothing. When He comes to us, what does He come with? Everything. That's why the only appropriate way to respond is thanksgiving. There's no other way to respond. Our very existence is a gift. Our belonging is a gift. We can only give thanks. It's the only way to respond. When should we do that? Always. Whatever we're going through, whatever we are going through, it does not change who God is. It does not change His love for us. Whatever we're going through, it's better than what we deserve. Whatever we are going through, He can use it for our good, and He does. Because nothing can change the nature of our Father who loves to give His children good gifts, who holds our hands in the fire, who carries us across the wilderness. Because nothing can change who He is. Nothing should ever, ever quench our thirst for thanksgiving.
What specifically do we give thanks for? Everything. That's what verse 20 says. Everything. But maybe this evening we need some reminding. Uh, Maybe we need some reasons. We need to be reminded of, of why we give thanks, why we sing. Why we sing our thanksgiving. The good news is that we actually have a song of thanksgiving in Ephesians. The letter opens with a song of praise and thanksgiving. That's how Paul begins his letter. His heart explodes in 14 verses that are actually one sentence in the original. It's one sentence. He just launches. He can't help himself. He just, he just bursts out into thanksgiving and praise. The very first Christians would gather on the Lord's Day and they would sing to one another antiphonally. That just means call and response. So they would divide into two halves of the room and the one half would sing the glories of God and the other half would respond. We're going to do that now. I'm going to, if you take up your sheet, we're going to do this together. I'm going to remind you of a reason to give thanks. The reasons I give are straight from Ephesians 1. So if you flip over, you've got your order of service on one side. If you flip over to the other side, I'm going to give you a reason to give thanks. You are going to respond with, His steadfast love endures forever. Should we try it? One, two, three. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, there's no music, it's spoken word, but hopefully it's going to remind us of why we give thanks and hopefully it's going to prepare our hearts to do that in song in just a moment. You ready? Give thanks to the Father, for He has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. He chose us before the foundation of the world to be set apart for Him. In love, he adopted us as sons and daughters through Jesus Christ. He redeemed us from our sin by the blood of his own beloved son. He lavished us with grace. He revealed the mystery of his plan for all eternity and all history. He is putting all things under the gracious, loving rule of King Jesus. He included us in that plan when we heard the word of truth and were sealed by his Holy Spirit. And now, as his beloved children, as those who belong, we stand to inherit the kingdom. Let me pray and then I'll hand back to Bronwyn and the team. Spirit of God, will you lead us now as we address one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with all our hearts, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And God's people said...